Welcome to America's Podcast, The Shameful Dead. And thank you for joining us for this bonus episode. Uh, I guess we'll call it the best of The Walking Dead. Uh, my name is Doug, and with me tonight is uh, Johnny T and Jermaine. How are you guys doing? What's, What's up? up? What up? How has your I'm mid-season break been, guys? How's, how's it been going for you? How are your Sundays? Awesome. Fantastic. Awesome. Could not be happier. Getting to bed early. I'm not. I, I'm not watching shit, and then I'm not talking about shit the next day. I disagree. I think you're probably watching football and then talking about it nonstop the next day. But whatever. Nope, um, no, fo- I don't know what football is. I don't. Uh, I haven't seen anything. And, and everybody, we're very happy to welcome the Patriots back to the Super Bowl again. I don't think. Oh man, it's just it doesn't get old. <laughs> I don't even know what the Super Bowl is. <laughs> All right, guys, um, during this offseason, we promised we would do our best of, and we just didn't feel like it. Uh, doing this episode felt like homework. Anybody else? A little bit a little bit like homework, but, you know, we had we had that surplus in our budget we had to spend. So. Yeah. <laughs> and before, if you don't spend it, it doesn't carry over. That's right. They yeah. take it away. So we had to release some episodes, so we got our uh, act together, and uh, we're doing, because uh, I guess I didn't tell you about this before, so uh, you can stop the podcast right now, kick on Netflix, and um, you know watch this episode. We're doing episode, uh, or I guess season finale of season four, which is called A. Way back. Yeah, and I, I picked this because of the, you know, the awesome scene or the, the disturbing scene, whatever you want to characterize it. But watching this episode, I forgot that the show was actually not bad. <laughs> like that's no, exactly what I said. It was yeah. It was it, it reminded me of oh yeah. I remember I used to like this show. Now uh, I season I four some, episode sixteen. Yeah four. And, yeah. That was only guys. Think about it because that let's let's call it. So we've had episode five, six, seven, and we just got done with eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's only, uh, you know, think about it. It was the beginning of season five slash end of season four, and it was so much different. And I want to hear your thoughts about it. I'm going to reserve mine. Why do you think it was so much better? I I don't know. I don't know. Just for just what now. Like, keep in mind, I watched 20 minutes of it, but but that, that's good enough. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, you don't need to watch the whole thing. <laughs> You know, it's like it's like riding a bike. You 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 remember everything. I don't know. It just seemed like it wasn't as ho- as hokey. I don't know. It just seemed like it kind of got a little cheesy over time. Um, but like we've always said before, like that was back when the zombies were scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just kind of I don't know. It just felt simpler. Like even Daryl in this episode was, you know, was kind of like you're like, oh yeah, I remember he 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 was cool. You know, back then, like right wasn't like over overdone i don't know uh jermaine this so this good pick this was a good episode and and oh yeah i was was watching this episode uh we'll do you guys' picks eventually but this was mine doug Doug, yeah jesus doug okay um (laughs) this made me credit i want people to be like that was a good one who do we have to thank for this uh, yep. Doug. What, okay. what accolades can can we give you? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. 
I'm just a humble guy, but you know, when I do something right, I just want to be, you know, acknowledged. Sorry, <laughs> that's, that's why you had. That's why you wear your Me Too pin. Uh, oh, come on, let's. <laughs> yeah, Mark, this is when the show was good. Mark the time. Yeah, but can you express why? We all agree that. The, yes, I'm a, trying. If you'd shut your fucking mouth. Whoa. Okay. This is when the 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 situations felt realer. Like they didn't. The zombies actually still felt scary. They didn't just mm-hmm. put like fucking seashells on them and like, oh, it's it's sea zombies. Be scared of them. Yeah. The the people were like real creeps like real fucking like this is when they still had to search for food there wasn't food in every fucking place cars you couldn't just drive around like it was more realistic i think is what it is then part part of me is thinking like well did we used to like it because it was just new and different i don't think so that's like saying that like uh you know happy gilmore is the same as like I don't know, whatever dumb shit Adam Sandler's doing on uh, Netflix. What's that one where he pretended to be his twin sister? <laughs> that is just, it's demonstrably worse. Well, yeah, no, well, no, I would say the same would be if we were watching, like, Happy Gilmore Part 10. You know, like, would you still like it? You know, even if it's the same shit? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying I, I agree or disagree. I'm just saying maybe I, 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 time it got old. I hear what, I think you're disagreeing. I, I, I am like disagreeing. I, I'm saying, and this is the reason why I like it. It's the same characters, but all the characters feel different. Like you said, Daryl feels like a different person. Yep. Uh, True. Rick wasn't as, you weren't as over him. Even right. Carl was quiet, which I think was probably the best move for him. <laughs> uh, but like everybody, it's the same characters, but they felt like different people. And it wasn't a lot of them too. Like we didn't deal with a fuckload of people and all these different moving parts. Like we got to spend yeah. time with Rick and Michonne. Uh, and it just felt like these moments, like even the slow parts actually yeah, did a good job of being like a decent drama. I don't know. Yeah. I think it was, it was just simpler. Like now it's just, you know, you've got this clan and that it's just, it's too much. So I think like an episode like this, you're just like, Oh yeah, you get kind of, it's almost like back to basics in a way. And even seeing Herschel, you're like, oh, yeah, like I forgot about him. And I, he was cool. And I don't know. And Tyrese. It's good to end? see. It's good. it's good to see that the flash forward, flash back way of telling the story still exists in season four as it does in eight. Yeah. And, and I, guess I it, will say that that's one of the things that it wasn't as overused or that was still new. You know what I mean? Or not yeah, as yeah, like, like, old like, nowadays. When I it started, it. when I started, I was like, oh, not this shit again. But then I realized this was four years ago when. It was kind of a cool way of storytelling and not the only goddamn way of storytelling. Right. So um, it, it took me a second to piece where in the timeline it was because of that. Well, but, uh, well that's the thing. Is, got- uh, let's jump right into the plot. And um, I just want to say that I, I, it took me reading this uh, summary to figure out what what happened. Because so they said that. This is after the prison, but like half the episode is taking place in the prison. So I guess it was all flashbacks. I don't know. Uh, And this is the reason, this is the problem with watching one of these shows like out of context. There was no previously on when I played Netflix. Uh, (laughs) Just wasn't. (laughs) So I had no idea what was going on, but I knew they were heading to Terminus. That's about it. Certain people were still alive. Um, that's about it. But yes, the show opens with uh, one of our famous Rick 
like just staring off into the distance, the thousand yard stare. He's done something <laughs> awful, or he's or something bad just happened, or he's about to do something bad. We've seen it a million times, and I and I I, I groaned. I was like, ugh, same thing. I'm like, somebody, oh. somebody, not me, needs to make a supercut of all the oh, Rick yeah. staring at stuff. Well, what are our many fans? You, it's at least an together. hour and a half long of him just staring with greasy hair. <laughs> His hair, so, he's he's just so sweaty, and I think that's like a choice by his character. Is like, the director's like, okay, maybe we don't have you that sweaty. He's like, no, no, man, extra sweaty. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we can use regular water. We don't have to use other people's sweat. That's kind of disgusting. No, it's got to be real. <laughs> All right, so I'm, in, I'm method acting. So yeah, he's just he's sitting up against a beat, uh, broken down truck, and yeah, flashback. Uh, and stop me. I'm I'm not gonna read the um, description on uh, Wikipedia line for line. Um, it's just he's him, Michonne, and Carl. And this is the reason why I, po- I picked this episode. Uh, going along. Oh, first they stop in the woods and they see a guy randomly, some nerd with glasses, going, "Help me, help me!" And Rick's like, "We can't help him." Even though they probably could have totally helped him, just been like, "Run this way, really fast." I don't know. <laughs> they didn't do shit. This guy was surrounded by like 10 zombies and he gets his face eaten, bitten by a zombie. They zoom out, then they show Carl's face. Now, this is important because of what Rick does later. Um, so, uh, you know, Carl, they, fo- they focus in on him and how he's traumatized by this event, seeing a guy getting bitten, which, surprise, is going to happen again later. Um, so they hunker down for the night. They see a, a beat down car and they like choose to take shelter in it and they're hanging out. Um, Carl's inside the car or the truck. Uh, Rick and Michonne are talking about God knows what. Probably zoned out that at that point. Um, and they do some flashbacks to the uh, the jail where Herschel's trying to teach um, Rick how to farm. And he's like, "There's other ways to you know live a life besides you know being a scavenger. Uh, besides being a hunter gatherer, you could be a." agrarial society or whatever or just less violent i don't know uh but then they cut back and uh uh-oh these creepy motherfuckers these are the scavengers i guess is that what they're called the claimers the claimers anyway they 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 surprise they take everybody by surprise so they surround there's like what five or six dudes Mm -hmm. and supposedly they want some recompense rick killed one of their friends fat joe or something i don't remember yeah. Wait. Was it? And was it Daryl's brother? No. Or, no. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to piece it together. I couldn't. I couldn't remember. That guy's great, but I, I would have remembered his name. Can't remember that yeah. guy's name now. But his name's Merle. Merle. That's right. Merle. You don't forget a name like right. Merle. It was like Joe or Jeff or something. Um. Anyway, they ambush him, and they say they they need to get some revenge. Uh, Daryl shows up, and he's like, "Hey, calm down. This guy's cool." And, and they're like, wait, that doesn't make any sense, Daryl. And I guess Daryl's been running with these guys. Now, I, this is one of, one of another situation where a previously on would have been good. Because I don't remember what the original beef was with Daryl and why he left the group. But he left the group and he hooked up with these claimers for a while. And do you guys remember what the deal was? I think it was just separation from the uh, the attack. With what attack? Oh, the attack on the uh, prison? Like everybody just got yeah. scattered? Oh, the prison. I, I believe so. That's probably right. That sounds right. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. All right. All right. So anyway, Daryl shows up. He realizes, hey, uh, 
my new face. This is why you should have a policy of no new friends. Because Daryl's with these new friends, and he's like, whoa, these guys are going to yep. kill my friends. Yeah, so no new friends, guys. Just make that a policy of yours. Um, so, uh, yeah, they the guy says, wait a minute, you're vouching for this man, and he killed our friend. Fuck you. Uh, beat the shit out of Daryl, boys. So they start beating Daryl, and then they start talking shit to uh, Rick's ear. Uh, and he's like, hey, here's what's going to happen. We're going to beat your, bro- your buddy Daryl to death. We're going to rape the lady, then we're going to rape your son, and then we're going to kill you or shoot you. And you're like, oh, well, this isn't going to go well. And But but it was a very stressful situation because these guys were kind of scary. These were This was a terrifying scene, I think. Uh, more so than anything we've seen out of um, uh, Megan, Negan, rather. Yeah, yeah. But right? I was actually thinking, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, these guys are like legit, like just bad, disturbing people. And, right. and you could feel it like it was it was a powerful like scene and it was simple like Negan has this whole like elaborate yeah. system and he's like almost like a Dr. Evil kind of character exactly. whereas this is just this this you could see in the apocalypse or hell just in some place that you know there's not a lot of law enforcement you know just yeah. this is like banditry exactly um, yeah, they, like, I, like this the main bad guy he wasn't dancing around and like with like quick little quibs and jokes and stuff. He was just, I don't know. And then the one creepy guy with, with Carl. Oh yeah. That was terrifying. Disturbing. Playing, playing the creepy guy role. So yeah, it was definitely just like a, just a well done like group. I don't know. Yeah. This is when I say episodes were good. Like I don't, none of the current season, last season, this thing make me tense. There's no tense moments. I'm not like, Oh man, this is what's going to happen here. Like, the only, thing this that was tense, the only thing that was tense, uh, I'll let you finish your top. The only thing that was tense was when everybody was down on their knees and Negan was going to kill somebody. Uh, I found that tense and disturbing. But other than that, that's been one episode in two full seasons. Yes, that was tense, but they fucking ended it at the season of seven and then started it. You know, that's that's what made that. That's what took the whole power away from that one scene. Right. Because they, they cut a whole year of you waiting to see who it was. So it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and they did it at the um, beginning of the next season, and then not a whole lot happens the rest of the time. Um, but, like, I mean, this was like 10, 15 minutes in, and I was like, like, the shit was scary. Yeah, like, I don't was, get scared it was in the current season. I was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. It was scary. And they used, like, just over, like, this was super tense, and you were like, oh, man, this is fucked up use like the, the the right amount of gore like right that made it you, you like cringe yeah and uh it, it, it honestly it was like man this is what good episodes used to be like yeah and and, yeah, and that again, whole this... scene was just like oh man even though i knew it was gonna happen it was still fucking tense me and it too was... i hadn't seen this scene since i originally watched the episode four years ago or whatever um I, I agree with you 100%. It's uh, And it wasn't over the top. It wasn't ridiculous Looney Tunes shit where, like, I got to admit, it was kind of cool when Daryl blew up, what was it, Dickie and the boys? <laughs> <laughs> with a rocket launcher? I mean, yeah. that's kind of fun in Looney Tunes, but this was more, yeah, like, it has that it's sense cool. of realism, and it's visceral, and it wasn't over the top. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so it, it looks like in a bad way, and here's why I like the scene, too, because... I'm a sucker for when um, Rick is like a superhuman, like, um, or he has this weird kind of like 
overconfidence that he can do anything or overcome any odds. And he definitely did here. He's just like, so he's just dealing with everything and he gets a wild hair up his ass and decides to headbutt the guy who's talking shit right behind him. He headbutts him, breaks his nose. And I recalled the scene different because the guy gets his nose broke, shoots a shot right next to Rick's ear. He's disoriented. The guy whose nose is broken is disoriented, but it goes on for like a couple minutes where I thought Rick took him out right there, but no, he like rolls around in like a Saving Private Ryan kind of situation where, you know, there's no audio except for a high piercing tone. He's looking around in slow motion at Michonne being held down and his boy. And then the guy captures him or like grabs, kicks him a couple times, grabs him and holds his arms down almost like in a loving embrace. And he's like, what are you going to do now, sport? And Rick just reaches down, just turns his head and bites his fucking neck and comes away with a chunk of it. And you realize he just bit this guy's, uh, like, whatever, the artery, the main artery that goes to his fucking head. Jugular. Jugular. He just fucking, like, bit a part of this guy's fucking neck off. Kind of like a walker. And (laughs) it was awesome. I was like, I remember going, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like 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 a, like like a like fist clench. Yeah. 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 And of course, everybody's just flummoxed, and like the bad guys are looking at it, going, "They can't believe what they just saw," and neither can the good guys. But you know, uh, Michonne, you know, I guess recovers first and takes the gun away from the guy that had a gun on her and makes him shoot himself in the head. Um, that was cool. Then I think she shoots one of Daryl's attackers. Daryl gets up and. I think kicks the guy to death. We just hear him like yeah. stomping on somebody's yeah. head, and yeah. I guess he broke the guy's head apart with his foot. I don't know. They didn't show that, but that's and that's another thing. Like like you, you said, don't it's a ride. you don't you don't need to see that. Uh, you don't need right. to see the gore. Um, you know what happened, and your mind can fill it in. Uh, and then of course, like the the fat creepy guy that was going to rape his son has a knife to the guy's throat or to Carl's throat, and everybody else is dead. And Rick just says, he's mine. And the guy's like, uh-oh. And he doesn't even, like, try. He's not going to kill Carl. He just He's just taken in awe of, like, like I said, like, when Rick is portrayed as, like, a deity or, like, a demigod, I love it. He's just, like, that guy could have easily just slit Carl's throat and just been like, don't move. I'm going to, I really am going to cut your son's throat. No, he just, yeah. he's in awe and he's just like, no, man, please don't do it. And Rick comes up to him. And we don't see it, but basically it seems like he splits him with a knife yeah. from his groin all the way up to his fucking chest. Yep. Um, and pretty it was, badass. it's pretty badass. And I'm just going, holy shit. And then I'm thinking, this is the first 15 fucking minutes of this episode. What the fuck is the rest? Where are you going to go from here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, he, and then like, not only did he pretty much eviscerate that guy, then he just keeps stabbing him. Yeah, and oh fucking, yeah. While his son then, is just in shock, being being fucking like um uh cradled by Michonne. It just it's a focus in, a slow push on Carl's face as he's in shock, watching his dad become an animal. Become like I said, the um with a scene earlier with the uh walkers taking out that one guy. His dad's just as yeah. bad. But you know what I I know my opinion on this, uh, you know, in all awful situations. You know, uh, you know it's excusable that your dad becomes a fucking 
Yeah, I think it's murdering psychopaths. I I don't I don't have any moral conflicts, and I think that's a problem. I think the show wants me to have a moral conflict with Rick um, turning into an animal essentially and uh, biting a guy's neck off and stabbing another guy well past the point where he's already dead. And I don't I don't have any problems with that. I think that everybody's an animal at heart. I mean, obviously, I believe in civilization. We shouldn't be running around doing this to people. But uh, at the same time, we shouldn't be put in these extreme situations. And I think if we're put in these extreme situations, this kind of behavior is, I think, acceptable. Yeah, I think it's totally fine. And then you have, you know, obviously the rage of, you know, your child, you know, being hurt or whatever. So you so you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Keep stabbing him. It's cool. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. He he's dead, but just keep on, just keep. If you want to cut off his head and put it on a pole, that's fine. Yeah, too. drag it. Yeah, if you want to drag it back <laughs> and dress it up or whatever, that's fine. <laughs> this uh, this is a uh, like this is probably one of the most the fucked up scenes in the whole show in its entirety. Yeah, I agree. And and this is it. This Maybe. this. What's what's uh, okay? Uh, let's I, stop right there. What what? Would yeah, let's the six. <laughs> Well, no, I'm just saying, like, I, you know, bef- honestly, before today, I, f- I forgot about this episode entirely. So I'm just thinking, like, maybe there's more. I don't know. Oh, really? For this a- was one of those moments. Like, it's one of, there's like a few moments in the, uh, in the show's run that I've, like, I've been like, oh, oh this no. is really good television. Oh, no. I've got a three month memory, and then that's fucking okay. it. So. I just thought you're trying to say you're okay with like attempted child rape here. That's. No, that's not- no I, I'll, I'll remember. I, I didn't see what was so bad. <laughs> I'll for like three months, and then and then it's just out, and then I got to replace it with something else. I don't have a lot of capacity. Right. But this, but like, if you, guys, if you say so, then then uh, I'll, all right. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take my word for it that uh, scenes of potential child rape is pretty bad. All right, so okay. continue, Jermaine. Um, but th- like, I th- feeling tense, feeling disturbed. I mean, you're in a world full of zombies and fucked up shit, and this this was like it. This is how the show was, and I was like, man, this shit used to be good. And then nothing like this, I, I don't think, happens anymore. It's just uh, this. Like I said, this felt more real. This felt more like a zombie apocalypse. Other than, and now we're in like a fantasy land where garbage people can't speak, <laughs> and you have rocket launchers, and you know. And that that I remember. This is intense. This was. It was. Uh, this is when I was like, "Man, this show yeah. is good." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This was one of the episodes that I remember thinking, "Okay, this show is this show is a good show." You know what I mean? Uh, and it's the same way with Game of Thrones. Like, it has these moments that you're like, "Holy shit, that's you know one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen in my life," and it just makes you like keep watching the show well after the point it's not good anymore you know what i mean yes. it's episodes like this that make me continue to watch it uh yeah so. thanks doug now i'm gonna be like man remember season four episode 16 yeah. that was so good i'm gonna stay with episode, season nine now because right. it has a chance by the way uh <laughs> yes uh walking dead has been renewed for season nine with an entirely yeah. different showrunner um i just want uh, i just don't want to hear that uh What's the guy's name? Um, uh, Hayden Christian Church, the guy that plays Negan. Oh yeah, <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. I don't want to hear that he signed another contract for season nine. Remember, that's what we heard last last year. Like well, at the end of season yeah. seven, it was closing in, and they're like, "Oh well, uh, 
you know, Negan, the character, the guy who plays Negan is signed on for season eight. And you're like, okay, well, he doesn't fucking die this season. So fuck. Yeah, so nothing happens. Right. Now, when, when, when is the, when does uh, part two of the, this season start up again? I don't know. Uh, it's oh, sometime in February, I think. So. Damn it. I know. <laughs> but it's only eight weeks. Eight episodes, right? Something like that? Only. Yeah. Eight episodes. All right, uh, so let's go back to this episode. So, uh, yeah, it's disturbing, uh, but Rick saves the day by turning into a goddamn animal, um, and everything's fine. Then the rest of it's kind of like this uh, meandering thing where they cut back to the jail, um, and honestly, you know, wasn't into it too much, but they, they're going towards Terminus, and I remember Terminus, and they were going there uh, probably all season four. I don't know. I have to go back and watch the season. I'm not going to, so... Uh, <laughs> So they scout out the place and like, listen, we're not going to go right in the front door. We we don't trust these people right away. Um, but, it, you know, let's see what's going on. So they bury a bunch of guns in the woods, um, which I think this is when uh, the next season is when um, the short hair woman, the older woman, Carol, Carol becomes a badass. Isn't isn't like oh, yeah. this around the time she makes the switch from just a normal person to a superhero. Yeah, since they kicked her out of the the jail because she was crazy. Oh yeah, and, that's right. And and you know she went and became who she is now. Yeah, she was yeah, teaching the kids she, like ABCs and how to stab people. You know, I think. And then this is when she comes back as Terminator and she's fucking badass. Yeah, that's fun too. Even though and it's Terminus little... is that is that where they were they were cannibals or something? Yep, we're gonna get to it at the end of this episode. They they get to Terminus okay. at the end of this episode. So uh, you remembered something. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, barely. Uh, so they're they're following railroad tracks. They're trying to get there, and they're hoping, I guess, everybody else, because as uh, Jermaine pointed out, they're all feathered to the wind. You know, Daryl is now hooked back up with uh, Rick, uh, Michonne, and uh, Carl. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say something about that little trio. There's that's the like the the seeds are planted for the little like family unit. You know what I mean? Um, oh, that yeah, good, good, yeah. Oh, good insight. Because, yeah, I mean, it's something that I, I was just like, I never saw their romance. Like, it seemed to come out of nowhere when it happened in yeah, season, uh, I don't know, seven or six or whatever. But I guess yeah, they're laying that nowhere. nuclear family right here. Like, because she's, like, comforting Carl. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, while they're going towards Terminus, Michonne, uh, Rick, uh, no, Carl is looking at his father like he's a psychopath. Um, and Michonne has, like, a little heart-to-heart with him. Uh, he doesn't have to be afraid of his father or her, and he opens. She opens up about. Yeah, so sometimes daddy, sometimes daddies do bad things. <laughs> I will say, uh, I mean, I feel like you've used that line before. <laughs> uh, Jermaine Tarsi, uh, I think it's normal as a child to be deathly afraid of your father at some point in your life, right? Like, especially <laughs> when you were a little kid, you were just like, "Holy shit, I, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm and, terrified and of this man." It, there is nothing wrong with a healthy fear of your father, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I'm just saying, like, uh, like I remember that being a real thing. Like, this man is capable of anything. Like, yeah, yeah, because they're like larger than life, and they're they can have mad faces and yell loudly, and yeah. So, uh, so yeah, meet you with car antennas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So. Uh, Carl's looking at his dad like he's a fucking like monster. He doesn't want to go on patrol with him or whatever. Because one point, like Rick goes, "Hey, Carl, you want to walk with me?" He's like, "No, nah, I'm all right." <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway, Michelle, I, I, I get and I don't get at the same time. Like, I get you'd be scared, but then you're like, why are you doing this? What's the, I guess, I mean, he saved your life and now you're like, ooh, but he's scary. So maybe yeah. I maybe I figured it out back then, but just watching this one episode out of. Out of Agreed. I'd, I'd be like, uh, it's like, I don't want to make the uh, analogy, but like. Uh, but you're going to. Well, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to back <laughs> off and say and just say like, uh, yeah, I'm afraid of my father, but you know what I'm more afraid of? Giant fat perverts that are holding me yeah. down and threatening to rape me. <laughs> uh, I'll be okay with my dad. Yeah, and people that have come back from the dead. Yes. <laughs> also that. Also that. And once again, this is back when the show was about zombies. So, uh, and you felt that. You know what I mean? They had they had yeah. a couple. They did have a couple token scenes where like, oh, there's some zombies. We have to run. Um, and yeah. it felt like a little bit of danger, even though you're just like those zombies can't run fast. Just like bring it up to like a, you know, one of those jogs where you're like in little league and the coach is like hustle and you're not really running. You're not even that <laughs> jogging. You're just kind of like walking with your like hands, kind of pumping a little bit. That's all you yeah, have to do. The kid, the kids that were lazy did do that. Yes. <laughs> yes. As you, but you, you noticed- the aggression 100% of the time, didn't you? The, the, <laughs> really hustled but you notice they didn't even like shoot the zombies in this one because i guess bullets were still valuable in this season yeah bullets are valuable uh Uh, they'll attract more zombies like zombies were a a menace and they were something to be feared anyway now they're they're just all over yeah we get a little bit of michonne's backstory that she kept her dad and or her her husband or boyfriend and his dad boyfriend and brother brother um as kind of like she let them turn and she hated herself for letting them turn, but they hit her and she felt like a monster. Um, I don't know. But it wasn't bad. It was a nice little scene. <laughs> anyway, they get to Terminus and they're like, hey, let's jump the fence. We're going to go in here. We buried the guns and we're just going to check them out. And they catch people sewing or something in a big warehouse. And there's this guy, Gareth, who is basically like, I don't know. Uh, some kind of yuppie, you know, 24-year-old hotshot at a corporation kind of is just like, hey, I'm Gareth. What's going on, guys? And that's smart for you to come in the back door. Anyway, let's give you the tour. And he has his, like, intern do the tour for the guys. Uh, Rick and them obviously don't trust anybody, but they're like, okay, we'll give up our weapons or we'll at least allow ourselves to be inspected. And the Terminus people let them have their weapons back after just checking them out. So you think, hey, maybe these are trustworthy people. You go out the yard. Yeah. There's a lady barbecuing. Ugh. And anyway, uh, everything <laughs> seems normal. But then Rick sees a guy with a chain going in the their like tour guide with a chain going into his pocket. And he in- immediately pulls his gun and is just like, what the fuck is this? Where did you get this pocket watch? Like, first of all, I don't know how he knew it was the pocket watch. The pocket watch. Because I had a- as opposed to a pocket watch. <laughs> this show supposedly takes place in the nineties. I think is when the uh. Well, I don't know how. You know what I mean. I don't know how closely they're uh, following the timeline of reality. Um. But when the comic came out, it was like ninety seven or something like that. I think yeah, I had a pocket it. watch in ninety seven. <laughs> Into my Jinko jeans. You still have them. <laughs> No, it was a chain wallet, too. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, how do you know it wasn't a chain wallet? That's what I thought it was initially. <laughs> but anyway. He saw the poncho, and he's 
saw the right gear armor and other stuff too. Yeah, he saw so. other things and he's like, "Hey, this is my friend's stuff." So I guess he knew it was Glenn's pocket watch, and he's like, "We're our friends." And then Gareth uh, is just like, "Hey, man, chill out. Everything's cool." And then gives a sign for them to be taken, and Rick, you know, goes into action and they run around like maniacs. But the snipers on the um, rooftops don't shoot at them; they just kind of like aim them towards a place. So they're like corralling them just like cattle, which I guess turns out they are like cattle. And eventually they are surrounded and forced into a, uh, like a train car, I guess. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So they're put in a train car and they're locked up and it turns out that, uh, in the train car, are other people, it's like a whole bunch of people. It's, uh, Glenn and Maggie but then it's also like the new crew, which is Eugene, uh, Abraham, and Rosita, right? Yes, and Tara. And Tara, and Tara was looking good. I I always had a thing for Tara, but she looked she looked hot here. That's just my thing. Anyway, um, so they all meet up and like, hey, any friends of yours or friends of ours? And it's like, okay, we'll be friends. And Abraham's like, I don't know how long we'll be friends for. Looks like we're done for <laughs> or something like that. And then Rick goes. Nah, man. These people are gonna look foolish when they find out, and like find out what when they realize who they're fucking with. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. He said some badass line. Oh yeah, that, that's written right here in the Wikipedia thing. They're screwing with the wrong people, and that's how they end the episode. And then it's another one of these like lines where like Rick has such hubris that he can overcome any odds, and you know he's going to. That it's just right. like kind of like. It's almost like, you know, gratifying porn. You're like, oh, I can't wait to see how Rick fucks these people up or gets out of this situation. Yeah. Uh, we, he's, he's a badass. Yeah, he's just a and badass. He was. he was at this point in time. But anyway, that's, I mean, that's that's it. There's a lot of other, like, little scenes. We get to see, um, why do I forget her name? The badass woman what? with the short hair. Carol. Carol. We get to see yeah, Carol with... Um, Why are you terrible at podcasting? I know I'm out of uh, practice. I haven't done a podcast in like two months. <laughs> it's still new. Well, anyway, um, Carol, Tyrese, and uh, the baby, Rick's daughter, the magical name? baby who who grows years, yep. or doesn't grow years, <laughs> by seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And you just stole my thunder. Now, now Doug has me forgetting characters' names. Judith. Judith. There okay. it is. Anyway, they're going along, and I guess Tyrese um, can't kill zombies anymore. Or this is like a thing he's doing, and Carol has to do all the killing. Uh, but they're heading to Terminus as well. Um, and there's a lot of talk with uh, Herschel back in the prison. And we get to see this kid, I guess, who died. Um, I forgot there was like a bunch of kids. Like Carol was teaching like a almost like an elementary school teacher at the prison. Um, yeah. So there was this kid with glasses I forgot about. Guess he's dead. I don't remember. <laughs> I think that scene was there was a kid playing with Legos and then there was Carl playing with a gun. Right. Just to, just to show the contrast. What what this episode also did was like you saw Bob, you saw Tyrese, you saw Herschel, oh, yeah, and you're like, man, right. those were those were like those were good characters and you missed them. Right. And you just got like you got some dumb fucks now just running around the show, and you're like, I don't, I don't care about any of these people. Yeah, yeah you're just I, like Eugene. I love 
And there's always some, you know, red shirt guy that gets killed who says one word and then gets killed and it has no value or anything. You don't feel anything about it. But I remember like when Bob was dying, I was like, fuck, man, Bob was a cool guy. Bob and Bob gets bit and they start the people like the remnants after they take out Terminus. Spoiler alert, by the way, he's like spoiled me. That's right. So the the Gareth and a couple other people from Terminus terminal that uh, Terminus that survive capture Bob and start eating his leg. They they sat they cut off his leg and start eating it. Uh, and they have a conversation with him through an entire episode. And then Bob's like, I got you guys good. You're eating my leg, but I've been bitten by a zombie and I'm going to die. And you guys are eating rotten meat. And they all like throw up or something. I don't know. But it seemed like yeah. it was cool. Um, but yeah, like seeing all those characters again, it was like, man, I, like Herschel was was such a great character. And uh, he was. He this had episode Southern draw, you know? Yeah. This episode <laughs> was like two halves. It was the first, like the scene we saw with Carl and Rick going crazy. And then the second half was this entry into Terminus. And as semi-goofy as the hurting was, I mean, it was kind of cool. Uh, watching it again, I was just like, man, this is kind of goofy. But the one flash of the basketball court or whatever that is filled with bones and like meat and all that. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I was just like... Because I remember seeing that the first time and I was like, what the fuck was that? And I had to rewind it and go yeah. back because I actually cared about the show at this point. And I was like, frame by frame looking, I was like, that is a a whole caged area full of bones. These people are cannibals. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and then, then um, and there was that one room that was all candles and like writing on the wall and weird shit. Yeah. And now I know what that is because uh, I've seen that again. That was all the people that were originally killed when Gareth and his people came there looking for help. Yeah. And the guys that were there, you know, took them and enslaved them and raped them all and all right. that. Yeah, that room was that that all those people, and I was like, oh, I get that now, because at the time it was just fucking crazy stuff. You're like, what's going on here? Right. I said and, uh, I didn't even see the cage full of meat the first time I watched this episode. Like I noticed it, and I was like, that's definitely a human rib cage and yeah, like a exactly. spine. Um, yes, yeah, disturbing shit. And and because it was Netflix, guys, uh, I know not, this probably didn't happen to either of you because you barely watched the episode. Um, Jermaine and uh, Johnny T just started it, but because it was Netflix, it just went into the next episode, which is season five, episode one, and it's when they bring like the group of people into like the trough inside the room, where one guy yeah. knocks yeah. them out with a baseball bat and the other guy slits their throat. And I remember being that's disturbed a fucking by great that. episode too. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I watched that half of that, one. going, Jesus Christ, this show was great. <laughs> I think this. I think honestly, this is the high point of all the the seasons because it built up. And you're, you're you're mixing, like we'll say, the fantastical with like like with real like visceral life, as opposed, you know, like with the the uh, the savior compound and junk and the garbage people and like it, it's just too too crazy now. This was yeah, it was the, the the plots back. I mean, it was you know, I don't know. I just keep saying the word simple. It was, I mean, it was just simple. This is like legitimate legitimate fantasy if. You will yeah. like you could. Now, when did when did it start getting crappy? Like as we started doing the podcast, coincidentally, <laughs> probably. Like what season? Six. I, I think it was six. I, th yeah, I think it was, it was six, six leading too. into the beginning of, and I think everybody had high hopes for Negan because I remember yes. other people saying, "Oh man, yep. when Negan gets here, it's going to be crazy." Just wait. Yeah, because I guess it's a big deal in the comics, but yep. um. Now we like Negan now, but not when he. 
I mean, I just I'm sick of them. Like I, I I think it's just gone on too long. The fact that they dragged the Negan plot out. I mean, yeah, for for two seasons. I mean, it's just too much. Move past him. Yeah, um, well, that's why. Like even like even back the, the seasons we're talking about now, like season four. Like they, it was like you know, it was like a, they journeyed from one thing to the next season to season. That you, you didn't have right. three seasons worth of the same villain. You know. Yeah, because it feels yeah. like you're not going anywhere, or doing anything, and I, 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 yeah. I guess now they're dealing with. Uh, I've said it before. I think Negan presents almost like a government or like a, you know, a system. Uh, whereas before this, they were dealing with just bands of people doing weird shit, yeah. like tribes. Let's say, like yeah. it was tribalism. <laughs> like you have the terminus people, which are you know uh, cannibals, and then you have the claimers, which are a different tribe that have different rules. Um, but like with Negan, you actually have like a system in place, and I guess that was kind of done with the governor, though, you know, because the governor was a governor government. Um, he like had like a town, and there was rules and laws, and they were trying to like. Uh, so I I think Negan's not. <sighs> it's just something that isn't terribly unique, but I think that's what they're trying to do is like saying, hey, there's bigger problems. But I think this was. As Jermaine says, like the perfect balance between people being awful and being afraid of human beings and being afraid of zombies at the same time. Like the zombies being there, uh, you don't have to worry about just zombies. You have to worry about other human beings being awful, uh, but in equal measure. Now it's all the 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 walkers are nothing now. And when they yeah. do show up, like you said, Johnny T, they have to have you know it's like pancake uh, zombies <laughs> or. <laughs> Zombies, Seashell that, zombies, yeah, zombies on pogo sticks or something. Um, Don't forget the rolling down the hill zombies. Oh the no, we've never seen we've never seen walkers roll down hills. Yes, even the one zombie, like uh, when they went up to that car in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, like that was kind of melted into the street. Like that was still cool. That yeah, was like when yeah, that was that was cool. It looked creepy. It was like, oh, look at that fucked up one. He's like half melted in the street, whatever, yeah. and like. It still felt like a little bit of a shock value at that point, and uh, now you just now you just we feel like literally like they're rolling dice to see what can they attach to a zombie or what can they put him in next. Right, and it's just, or you see them in such huge numbers that it's more like a I don't know. It's just like this had like an intimacy to it. I don't I, I don't know how to explain it. The scale wasn't as big, but I enjoyed, you know. I don't know. I just enjoyed the little moments. The yeah, I think I think intimacy sure. works. Like that, those are the scenes that I like. That are like I don't know, a couple character like I don't know, heart the heartfelt stuff, and not a not a, like a circus show going on. All yeah, right. and the last fucked up thing in the show is uh, when they got at, you know at the end of the episode when they're like at the grill, like they mm-hmm. were about to get served human meat. <laughs> And they had plates of it, and they were about to like. And you, you don't realize this till a couple episodes later when you realize they're cannibals. But they just served them like plates of human meat, and they're like, "Hey, here you go. You hungry?" And they were going to eat it yep. until Rick saw the pocket watch. My, so that's my question another is, thing afterwards. You're like, "Man, that is fucked up." Yeah, but but you don't even realize that. Now, like I said, I didn't watching this the first time know what Terminus was about because yeah. I missed that whole cage of like I knew they weren't good guys. I knew there was something fucked up about them, but I didn't know they were eating people. Um, until the next yeah, season, I don't, I don't. I don't think I. I didn't put that together. But yeah. I don't really put much together. So yeah, uh, yeah, I agree about you. 
but uh, normally yes. I put this together. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I had no, um, I, I wasn't aware that they were doing this to people. But uh, my question is, would they have maybe you accepted, like, do you think they accept anybody or it's always, because uh, I forget what the Terminus is all about. Like you said, it's like they don't trust anybody anymore. And that's fine, but do you think their their whole point was to try to trick Rick and his group to get into, you know, become cattle? Or was there a chance that, like, okay, what you guys have just had was human meat. How do you feel about that? And they're just looking, <laughs> and, and if they say, like, oh, it's okay, that's kind of fucked up, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do, maybe they'll become, like, part of Terminus? Or do you think they were just going to be human cattle from the beginning? If I If you remember when they're running through all the, the hallways and stuff, it, there's they like spray painted on the wall or whatever it said always us yeah. never again okay so i think That's i think I they're completely shut off to the world i think it's any single person that comes here we're just gonna take them and eat them that's a shame <laughs> it's not a good way to make friends but yeah well no new uh, friends so they had a good yeah, policy this looks like the group you would settle in with then hey uh you know if it's not about settling in with them it's if i was friends with them like from way back in the day. This, this it's the crew. Yeah. If your crew started eating people, would they stay your crew? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, if they if they meet the nineteen year uh, mark, right? Isn't there a there's a real firm nineteen year line in the sand? So here's a question: What's more realistic? A few years into a zombie apocalypse, you turn into a cannibal, or you forget how to speak the English language and live in a junkyard? So that I I would say one hundred percent become a cannibal because you have to eat every what four or five days, uh, you know, at minimum, and food I, is scarce. I um, think you can go three weeks, but but four or five days. <laughs> hey, I can't go till till four or five o'clock if you know what I mean. <laughs> Don't judge him. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Every two days, All right? Yeah, you need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> or else you so die. then we can still agree that the garbage people are hilarious. <laughs> and just asinine and, and, at the same and time. Ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you, you definitely have more likelihood if you are starving and you're weeks without food, you'll you would you'll eat whatever you can get your hands on. But once Man, you again, can I'll eat use, Johnny T for like four months. I'll use Judith as like my my bellwether. Like, cause cause is Judith? I thought for some reason, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought there was like a question to whether Judith was Rick's kid or Shane's kid. Right, Shane's baby. Yeah. Well, regardless, so. that was Shane was alive in season two, uh, right. and that was only like what six months, maybe a year after the apocalypse. So if Judith is like two, this is three years, and these people learned forgot how to fucking talk. I, I, I can't get over the goddamn <laughs> yeah. garbage people. I just can't do it. I know that for I will forever just. Love them and hate them at the same time. It just doesn't make sense. No. All right, guys, let's end it. Um, thank you for joining us on this journey. Uh, we're going to try. So which what episode are we going to do next? I think we might wait two weeks. So it's not going to be next Tuesday. It might be the Tuesday after. Um, but at least let's give these people an episode to watch so they can follow along and uh, join us in this conversation by sitting there and listening to us talk. We can do, do Jermaine's pick. Uh, and Jermaine, what was your pick? The assault? There and nobody, nobody replied yeah, to I it. I think so it, we did some know. pre-show, and uh, Jermaine put forth he liked the assault on Terminus. Isn't that right? Yeah, I'm trying to find. Don't overthink it, Jermaine. Well, while you're looking is. for that, um, let's ask Johnny T. 
you had some inklings of what you wanted to do. Do you remember what it was called or what it was about? Yes. I'm um, actually, hold on. Let me, let me Google it right now. It was the death of, I believe, Tyrese. Is that the one where he was in like a um a shack with this guy that had a baseball cap and they were having a conversation? Yeah, I, I just remember it was a very very artsy, like melancholy episode, which sounds awful, but I think I but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it yeah, it's um season five, episode nine. And what's the name of the episode? Um, the hell is it called? Uh, okay, I'll vamp. Uh, but yeah, season four, five, yeah. episode nine. There's another episode I I liked that was like kind of a one off, and I think it had to do with Carol or somebody where they were like at a house and there were like a these these twins or these two little girls and like one ran off or something. You guys remember what I'm talking about? I I think it might it might be this or cl- in close proximity to this one. It was very melancholy, and it basically had the situation where I think like uh, one of the girls was being uh, rambunctious, and the other one was being I don't know more cautious, and they both ended up dead somehow. It was just like a it was an awful situation. Yeah, like that, yeah Ty- Tyrese's daughter dies, and then he I don't know. He well, just I think it was goes. a different episode, but anyway. Uh, yeah. Jermaine, did you find the episode? I think so. I don't know. Okay, guys. Uh, we're going to do season five, episode nine next time. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully we'll get Jermaine's uh, pick in. Uh, if not, I'll record a little uh, now, addendum to this it, recording. If the, if the episode is terrible, what do we? can we redo it? Do another one? Or do we just stick with it? Uh, just follow the Twitter handle and we'll uh, update which... Uh, episode we're gonna do i'll put out a mini episode if we decide to change the episode how about that i'll put out a mini episode next tuesday saying we've changed what episode we're doing um so in two weeks once the patriots have won the super bowl again the sixth fucking time jesus uh we will have another episode and we will change it we'll let you guys know if it's anything other than season five episode nine um which is what the uh, terminus assault Season 5 of episode 9 is Tyrese's death. Oh, Tyrese's death. Okay. All right, whatever, guys. Anyway, this has been awful and unorganized. Uh, Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back in two weeks for that episode. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Have a good night.